Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. You're here tonight with Robert Newman and Jonathan Dinwood, and you're listening to episode number 329 of the Mail Right podcast, where we talk about all things related to digital marketing and sometimes not digital marketing for real estate agents. So for those of you who don't know who we already are, my amazing co-host and the runner, producer, everything of the show, he's going to introduce himself and then I will introduce myself. So John, take it away. Oh, hi there, folks. I'm the joint founder of mail-right.com. We're a, we build with custom websites for real estate agents. We are a competitor to Easy Agent Pro, Agent Fire, and Real Geeks, but we provide personalized service and a lot more value. Back over to you, Robert. So today, and my name is Robert Newman. I'm the founder of Inbound REM, which is a real estate marketing agency that builds real estate websites and then promotes them using SEO and inbound marketing. So uh, if you want to learn a little bit more about me, you can go to inboundrem.com. Um, today, what we're going to talk about is uh, we actually had a glitch last week. We, we didn't manage to really record or save any of our, our show, which is a shame, but we're going to redo it for everybody that missed it. We're going to talk about the eight major Google updates from 2012 through 2022 that have affected real estate. And we're going to talk about how they've impacted real estate. Um, so without just jumping right into it, we're going to go all the way back. We're going to rewind the clock to February 24th, 2011. And one of the first, so to, to, to give everybody an understanding of this particular time in history, because I was already in real estate. I was, I was doing real estate marketing from 2007. And there were a lot of really big websites that were really not all that great that were dominating the search results, like easing articles and a site called How To. And it was really super thin content. Oftentimes, it was content where you could find deeper, better content in other places than these websites. But somehow, those websites were gaming the existing Google system, mostly by taking advantage of link building or vote building. They were just building a ton of votes into their into their sites and uh, Google was declaring them the winner. It was a engineer at Google. I think his name was Najit Panda. I uh, might be saying his first name wrong, but I'm definitely not saying his wrong, last name right wrong. And he managed to figure out a, an algorithm update that attached a quality score to web pages. So initially the effects of Panda were fairly mild, but as they got better and more confident in Panda's ability to understand quality on a score, which it was using repeat keywords and a few other things like duplicate duplication, thin content, keyword stuffing, it was looking for really big signals to say that the page was poor quality. And after running for about four or five months, it had actually had adjusted the search algorithm by a historic 20%. In other words, there were entire websites and companies that were wiped out by the Panda update. It did impact real estate. A lot of real estate websites were doing very well with a single paragraph above search results, and they were keyword stuffing that one paragraph like... Um, 
uh, like uh, Reno real estate is great real estate. You should buy your Reno real estate from me would be like an example. And if you use the keyword enough times, Reno real estate on top of a website that had fast search results, you might very well rank for that page. And the only content that would have been there was Reno real estate. Basically, that's the only sentence that would have been a value on the page. Um, now, needless to say, that wasn't enough to adjust the search quality. So in April 24th of 2012, Google went back to it again. So we're, we're here 14 months later, and they introduced another big update, which most of you will probably be familiar with, called Penguin. Now, Penguin... They got very clever with Penguin is still part, a major part of the algorithm today. And what Penguin does is it ignores spammy or relevant links and it focuses on links with over-optimized anchor text. Effectively, what Google figured out a way to do was they started trying to measure what an authentic voting profile looked like or a backlink profile. That's what Penguin was designed to do. And they did a pretty good job at it. They also started to say, hey, if we recognize that this might be coming from a PBN, a public blog network, which is an enclosed system that does nothing but, that, but do outward linking, then we're going we're gonna to not only discount those links, we're going to give you a penalty for trying to use them in the first place. So once again... In April of 2012, we saw, again, a huge hit to the search algorithms. And unfortunately, it really impacted real estate a lot because a lot of real estate agents and brokers had bought the newest, latest SEO service, which was creating spammy links easy to get. They're, they're easy to do. Creating a blog, a, a public blog network is not that difficult. And even if you don't know how to do it, you can go on to a thousand different services and find guys in India that have done it in, in plethora, in great quantity, and they will tell you that they're going to get you good links and you're going to buy them. And for 50 bucks, you're going to get 100 links or more. And believe it or not, that strategy used to move the needle. A lot of people had bought that strategy. So when it got completely taken away, many people saw a huge downtrend. Everybody that had bought bad links at any point in their in their business saw uh, a slide, um, and and there was actual penalties that were involved. Now it needs to be said that Penguin has changed; it's still part of the algorithm today in 2022. But the way that they've changed it now is they've changed it so that bad links simply don't count. They no longer penalize, but they used to penalize in 2012. What they do penalize for today is unnatural link profiles. So if you don't have something that looks natural to, let's say, a 10% degree, there's a very small penalty. If you have something that 80% looks unnatural, you will get like a 20 or 30% penalty to the value of the links that you have pointing at the page, maybe even more. Nobody knows what the exact score is. So creating a whole bunch of links in the wrong way into a page is still a very dangerous occupational hazard for SEOs. At worst, you're not going to do anything with that page. 
and or at I'm sorry, at best you're not going to do anything at that with that page, and at worst you might actually take a page that was doing okay and literally shoot yourself in the foot because you built too many links of the wrong kind into the page, uh, and now your profile looks unnatural and you start to see a huge penalty. Since Google is fairly certain that very few people understand what a natural profile looks like, they've done a very good job at keeping Penguin relevant in terms of having it counteract link spam. So update number three is, uh, is Hummingbird, okay, which is happened in August 22nd of 2013. So once again, Google went about 14 months and uh, actually 16 months. And this time we start to get, we start to get much closer to things that, um, that really deeply impacted real estate. Hummingbird is one of those things that still deeply impacts real estate. So the, the way that they advertised the update was keyword stuffing, low quality content, and also matching searcher intent. That's kind of what they said. Here's what we know. They started to introduce semantic keyword recognition into the algorithm. Like if you're going to use the word Reno real estate, we know that you also mean Reno homes, Reno homes for sale, Reno properties, like we were using semantic keyword recognition. So started to be that actual low keyword density pages did not have as big of a chance of ranking as deeper content pages. Now, all of real estate has always avoided the content game. And any real estate agent or broker who has been around since 2012 or 2010 probably has a story about how they spent twenty dollars or $30,000 in SEO and, it, and maybe it worked for a little while, and then all of a sudden they watched all their rankings go, and so now they don't want to put more money towards it, right? But the reason was that they had SEO that wasn't really focused on long-form, high-quality content in the first place, and so they've been getting hit with update after update. At the time that these updates are released, nobody really knows exactly how they're working. So Hummingbird really started to make a difference in the way that real estate websites might function and function successfully. Certain agents clued in to the fact that something was different in the search engines and long form blog posts started to work and work better. So there's a certain number of people listening to the show, one of whom reached out to me recently, thank you, and pointed that out that they had seen that, but didn't really know what was happening. So that that's what happened. Um, and by the way, John, I had somebody reach out that listened to our show live and and say some very complimentary things. Um, so that some oh, apparently, I'm sure, I'm sure they were about you, not me. <laughs> well, they were about they're about these search engine updates. Right. So, um, update number four was uh, that we're going to cover is mobile. Now we're starting to get much more current and much more relevant to today. So I've done some additional research, John, since we last, we did the first show. Um, do you remember when we were talking and we we're saying, hey, you know, a bad site would be 50%. Well, I went through some of my sites and verified. I went through, actually, I went through and looked at all of the 100 plus websites that I manage for real estate. If you averaged them in every market, big and small, the amount of mobile traffic coming into these sites right now is 
Some of my clients have as high as 85%. Okay, so that's in my little Petri dish. That's the numbers. So for those of you listening to this show who just caught what I just said, what Google has been doing is more and more, when they released the mobile update in 2015, they said it was an extremely small penalty if you didn't have a mobile-friendly website. It was about 10%. Well, they've been adjusting the mobile importance, and in 2018 and 2020, they made additional updates to the mobile part of the algorithm. Now they're doing what's called mobile-first indexing. That means that they're looking at the mobile version of your website before they're looking at the desktop. They're prioritizing the mobile index of the web before they're prioritizing the desktop index of the web. That is a very big deal. That means that if your pages aren't crawlable or readable in mobile formats, you are literally going to get yourself not a small penalty, but a huge penalty. And there's still things that are rolling out like that, that play into mobile-first indexing, like accordion menus and certain graphic elements um, not being able to be read correctly because Google is doing mobile-first indexing. Now, they're still updating the actual desktop version of their search results, they're just not prioritizing them. So the way that that affects you as a real estate agent, unfortunately, for those of you who are using, like, there are some very strong providers out there, like Real Estate Webmasters and um, Sierra Interactive uh, and Real Geeks. They all have mobile versions of their site. All those sites work well on your cell phone. However, every single one of those providers still uses a format where there's many, many, many menu options to get into communities. You're you're dealing with pages that have lots of side links and links down the middle of the page. If any of you who are listening to the show today want to do an interesting experiment, go find your local Sierra Interactive or Real Estate Webmaster site and try to use some of those small drop-down menus using your thumb. I'm here to tell you they don't work very well. That is the mobile user experience that you're looking at. And if you're thinking to yourself that it's difficult to use, you're probably losing users and people are dropping off the site. If your mobile usability is not good, you can consistently expect further declines in your SEO ranking. I cannot emphasize that enough. Anybody who's not developing mobile first right now in the web development world is asking for a world of hurt if any part of their focus is telling their clients that their websites are SEO friendly or whatever the languages they use. Um, yeah, we need to go for a break. Uh, sure. Um, so without any further ado, because I've been monologuing for a while, this is these are big topics and, and um, there's, there's a lot to cover when you come into them. But ladies and gentlemen, do us a favor. Whatever you're listening to the show on, whether it's YouTube live or you're on um, – you're on Apple, iTunes, uh, whether you're on some other service that John's propagated the show to, do us a favor, give us a thumbs up, leave us a like, uh, say something nice to John. He works really hard on the show. Um, and uh, we, we, would, we would deeply appreciate it. We'll be right back. 
Do you want quality leads from homeowners and buyers right in your own neighborhood? Then you need MailRight. It is a powerful but easy-to-use online marketing system that uses Facebook to generate real estate leads at a fraction of the cost you'd pay from our competition. We stand behind our work with a no-question-asked 30-day money-back guarantee. So don't delay. Get started today. Go to mail-right.com. Welcome back to episode number 329. John has been a madman and uh, asked me to redo this show so that he can just sit there and listen to me talk about search engine updates Um, uh, because that's what this show is about. So we've gotten four out of eight updates. It's actually nine updates down. And I've been explaining how each one of these updates affects real estate agents. So. We're going to go on to update number five, which is Rank Brain. Now we're starting to get into some of my. I'm, I'm a super huge fan of some of the things that Google does. One of the things that I really am a huge fan of is they are probably the biggest technology company out there that has been using autonomous intelligence since 2015 to make every single person listening to this show, all of our lives are better. They introduced something called Rank Brain. And rank brain is considered to be the third most important factor. It's really the element in Google that all of us, myself included, believe strongly is correlating with Chromium, which is the browser that they use. And it's measuring user behavior as well as user intent. So it's starting to try to understand what you mean when you put in a keyword. So it's literally processing in real time, intellectually, what you mean. If you put in a mishmash of words like property in Texas or property in, um, uh, let's just call it uh, Robertson Ranch. Well, there's probably 50 Robertson Ranches all throughout the U.S. But if you put in Robertson Ranch and you're doing a search from Texas, likely you'll get the Robertson Ranch that you meant. If that's the case, you can thank RankBrain. That's what part of what it does. The other part of what it does is semantically understand what it is that your language is meaning to say. So if you do um, a long tail, somewhat confusing, like uh, I'm looking for my fat index because I weigh 190 pounds. Okay, that's a confusing statement, but it'll probably lead you to content that will measure your percentage of fat to your total body weight because it understood what you meant in the inquiry. That's rank brain. So rank brain really impacts real estate like a lot. Okay. Rank brain takes all of those long tail searches. It's what that I, I leverage a neighborhood strategy for SEO. A lot of that comes down to rank brain because rank brain is going to understand where you are, what your intent of your query is. So if you do a search for Robertson Ranch and you happen to be right in the same neighborhood as Robertson Ranch, it's going to direct you to the person that's done the best most notable and sometimes most recent content on Robertson Ranch. And oftentimes you will end up getting search traffic directly because of the fact that RankBrain understands what your intent is. The best way to work with RankBrain is make sure that you're putting up really deep, really relevant content on a particular neighborhood or area or search query so that um, So that whatever it is that you mean or the user ends up meaning, 
that you've given Rank Brain a lot to dig into on the page. So if you're going to talk about a neighborhood, make sure you talk about the amenities and, and how much the HOA is and all the other different things so that what, however somebody is using it in terms of syntax, like how much does it cost to live in Robertson Ranch or what are the HOAs in Robertson Ranch, always we're going to get you back to the page that you built because you gave Google an understanding that you have all the answers broadly as it relates to the topic that somebody's asking. That, did that make sense, John? Yes, totally. Okay. So number six, which I think I did fairly good justice to, but again, after the show, John, I did some additional research and I have a better way. I'm glad that we redid the show because I feel like I have a better way to explain this. So number six is called the medic update. And it was briefly called your money or your life. It happened in May 4th of 2018. And it absolutely affected real estate. I've done some additional real research, John. And I said, I thought it had affected real estate. I've come to understand that it did affect real estate. So your money or life was aimed at doctors, lawyers, anybody who's putting out information, mortgage brokers, anybody that's putting out information, investment advisors that contained, pertains to your money or your life. Now, here's how I believe that Google tied in the following. Google just kind of said, we're going to make extra emphasis on EAT. And then they announced a quality guideline to go along with the medic update. And they published for everybody to see what expertise and authority and trust signals were. They basically were the precursor to the hyperlocal Google My Business pages that we all know and love. So what does that mean? I strongly believe that Eat Signals is going to be based on how much content and time and stuff do you produce that Google can prove definitively is servicing your local audience. As an example, if you're uploading images that have a location tag because your metadata, your phone automatically uploads metadata. If you're doing a YouTube video that has a location tag on it, if you're talking about or you're, you're putting in notes inside your images or you're putting in your description inside your YouTube video, exactly what that video is about. These are all expertise signals. They are you presenting to the world, I am an expert in this subject, and here's a piece of content that I produced that says that I'm an expert. Then Google gets to measure the engagement. That's the authority. So you're the ex, you're declaring you have an expertise. Authority is other people buy into it. Trust is the reviews. That is the signals that people send that say that they like the content that's user-generated, such as thumbs up on YouTube or likes on whatever social platform or with, the, um, with Google My Business, it's reviews, five-star reviews. That's expertise, authority, and trust in very provable, very measurable metrics. So in layman's terms, what does that mean? That means that if you are a YouTube star or you have 10,000 images that get a lot of views and hits and drives people back to your website, the chances are strong that Google is, is viewing you as an authority and it's going to impact it for sure. I've proven this already. It'll impact your Google My Business rankings, but it might also be impacting 
your overall authority score that Google has for your website and give you a, a more of a leg up in ranking like blog posts and neighborhood pages and all sorts of other things. Essentially, your content will be given priority by Google because you've demonstrated your expertise, authority, and trust above and beyond other professional professionals who are under the same guidelines. So that would be anybody else that's in your money or your life category. Um, I'm pretty excited about that one, John. Um, I did a lot of work to, to kind of verify that. <laughs> do you, do you want to, do you want to throw something in? No, because I know that you're a bit tired and it's been a long day. So I, don't, I plan that we don't do bonus content. So okay, go on. Yeah, I'm sorry. It's been, it's been, it's been a struggle to get a to get arrangements done, to get out of the, out of the country. I didn't realize it'd be this hard. Um, update number seven is, uh, Bert. Um, so October 22nd of 2019 is when Bert came out and what Bert started to measure is once again, it was using, so, so I announced with great excitement that they were using natural language processing, which is where they understand exactly what's on the page. And they feed that into RankBrain and the other parts of the algorithm. They can basically kind of tell to some degree or another how well you've written a page. Now, it doesn't take into things like how well the user is looking at the page. So Google's still relying on things like how long somebody stays on the page, how many pages they look at. But my belief is that Google has gotten very good at measuring these user signals. And so they combine BERT and RankBrain along with user signal factors. And if all those things line up, I believe you can get a very strong extra credit out of Google from having written a very good page. The problem is, is that other people in most industries have figured that out. The good news is for everybody who should be listening to this show, that doesn't apply to real estate. Real estate is not full of high quality content producers. Who are just sitting here plug, banging out great 3,000 word articles on what it costs to live in the city that you live in or, or why people move there or what are the 10 greatest reasons to move there? What are the 10 worst reasons to move there? People aren't really spending a lot of time and thought creating any kind of good content of that kind. Thus, for you guys listening to the show, the interesting thing is, is that this is, there's never been a better time in all the years I've been in real estate, for real estate agents to be focused on good content, that because anybody that has any years of experience behind them has already been hit by some of these other updates, they've given up. So there's a lot of people that, that should be doing like stuff on the web, and they're just not in order to promote their real estate business, which leads us to core like number eight, which is... It says core updates because the article that I'm pulling this from is I pulled an article from Search Engine Land that was called Eight Major Google Algorithm Up, uh, Updates Explained. And I'm applying that to real estate. Well, there were there there is one thing to note. All of these layers of the algorithm, BERT, Medic, RankBrain, Mobile, Hummingbird, Penguin, Panda, they haven't changed. Google's just fine-tuning them and getting them better and better and better. And at this point, they're kind of like uh, the Fed. 
you know, they don't like the way something's going. So they change a percentage here. They change a percentage there. You know, they're just like the Fed, but they really aren't changing the core algorithm that much anymore. The last major update they made is something called a, a core web vitals update. And guess what? It focuses mostly on the mobile experience yet once again. And I think that's where we're going to see most of the major news happen coming out of this Google search algorithms. The core web vitals update was, was focused on how somebody's user experiences on a mobile phone. Do elements scroll in a jerky way or move around or not quite present themselves right? Are forms hard to fill out with your thumb? If the answer to all these things is yes, you're going to get penalized by the core web vitals update. So once again, Google is just hammering away at, is your website mobile first? If the answer is no, you might as well give up the idea that you're going to rank strongly in the search engines. It's, it's, there are still sites that do, but I have sites that are old sites that I manage and I'm watching like I have one example in particular where their traffic has dropped by by 50%. And they're one of the people that has a 70% mobile hit rate on their site. But the mobile engagement isn't nearly as good as the desktop. And I know they're seeing a penalty come out of it, even though they're long ahead of everybody else in the SEO category. They're still, well, in the, the traditional SEO category, they're still taking a hit. And eventually, if they don't, respond to some of my calls and take my recommendations, they're going to see all the rankings go away. So um, that, that, is, that is my list, John, probably right in time for our 30 minutes. It is a very impressive. So uh, I, I get from this that, um, that there are two main areas. It's just a quick wrap up and we call it a day. But what I got from your um, landscape um, description are this one mobile mobile is really important and to me that that is linked to responsive design and listeners and viewers there's two ways of dealing with usability on a on a phone there's mobile which is a, a it's basically you're running two websites and that was popular for a long time, um, but it has consequences. Basically, you're running two websites, so you have to keep two websites updated. The, the more modern way is what they call a responsive website. So the website, um, the content on the website and how it's stacked and layout adapts depending on screen and size resolution. Um, one of the great things, because Robert uses WordPress and so do I, um, one of the great things is when it comes to responsive design, WordPress, I would say, is one of the top platforms that can be utilised to get really quality uh, responsive design. Um, so that's one of the great benefits. Number two is um you just gotta you gotta invest and keep investing and updating in great content really providing um it's probably better if you can do both even better if you can do really great content and do a lot of it that's the best of 
you can do. But if you can't do a lot of content, you're best to invest in less content, but really good quality content. Am I right about the two main things that I got from this conversation, Rob? Yes, with one small addition. UX interface is is going to continue to be incredibly important. It's not just responsive design. It is what are you trying to because because you can make a Sierra Interactive site responsive and they do, but they don't eliminate their many 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 options. Which in turn, yes, it presents fine on a phone, but you're talking about little teeny tiny things because they've got thirty or forty tabs that are opening up. So how you're doing user interface is starting to matter a lot more. Now, Real Estate Webmasters is ahead of Sierra Interactive in this area. Um, They're beating most people. They're not beating everybody, but they've got, they're definitely, they understand the problem. And you can tell when you're looking at their designs that they understand what the problem is because it would be easier as SEOs to build the sites the way we used to build them, John, which is a whole bunch of menus on the page so that Google never made a mistake about what the page was about. That used to be the easy, great way to build the site. The problem with doing that is it doesn't work that great on a cell phone. So, So, uh, you know, you mentioned a couple of the one in the, I would classify in the medium market. Um, um, Let's say from three to, I don't know, 10,000. And one top provider that is in the top echelon. Um, when it comes to the more template, more semi-custom, let's say fully template, real geeks, um, let's say um, Easy Agent Pro, um, those on the slightly cheaper end of the market, which one do you feel does the best job at the present moment on the more cheaper side of the market? Um. You know, the cheaper side is has presented a number of good options. Easy Agent Pro is doing a decent job because because the cheaper options don't try to overweight the website with a lot of different yeah. pieces of functionality. And they're, and word, and they're, they're WordPress based folks like what we are right. and Robert. They're worse they utilize multi site and WordPress. Um, yeah, if, well, if about, I had to say a, a less expensive option, that's going to be it. But I haven't seen the new Playster sites in the wild no, yet. No, and so I would I would say for those people listening to the show, take a look. What about there, what about Real Geeks? What do you think about that? No, Real Geeks is t- stuck with the same design for like the last eight years. Yeah. They're absolutely not pivoting with the times. No doubt about it. And what about um, not, if you buy it on your own, it's not a cheap solution, but it seems to be bundled a lot with a lot of digi- digital um, brokerage, i.e. KV Core. What do you think of KV Core's offering? K- KV Core and, and Sync and Boomtown are not in the same category because they're not even trying no. to build mobile-friendly sites, mostly because they're driving traffic through paid advertising. They should be building mobile sites. But I, I think, John, if I had to guess, that what they're doing is they're building in more mobile responsive landing pages into their design and just right. saying forget it about the desktop stuff like as, as an entire whole. 
I haven't even done a deep dive because I can visually see like Boomtown still uses the same design that they've been using for. I haven't updated my my Boomtown review in like five years because they haven't really updated their design. Yeah, so, I just want to point it out to the listeners and viewers if you're interested. One of the options that we offer is we've recently done a couple of websites where they were utilizing KV Core, and KV Core provide a plugin. Um, and then you can adapt it in a WordPress website. And we've knocked out, we've done a couple of websites for clients for that. So you get the benefit of a more modern design, which is much more responsive friendly. And you can still utilize the back end functionality of KV Core and not utilize the CRM that we provide. I think our our, C, um, our system is very good, actually, but you get people that have to pay for KV Core as part of their brokerage fees, and they've got used to it, but they know as an actual website um, for the things that um, Robert's outlined, it's not a great solution. So we've done that recently for a couple of clients, Rob. Cool. I, I You know, it, it's funny because... I try hard to stay away from conversations. I've reviewed a lot of CRMs. I have those reviews on my website, but but well, you're I, you're the king of them. You're every person I speak that knows about you. They say Robert, the 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 king of reviews of CRMs. Well, that's because they're they're really complex. They have hundreds of features sometimes, and you got it. And I've I've drilled down and, and reviewed most of the big ones. And here's what I know about CRMs and about salespeople in general. You'll find a salesperson that's been using CR Interactive and he doesn't really care what the website looks like or does. He's gotten used to the CRM, which is the whole point of, of CR building the CRM in the first place. So then you tell him, no, I've really, no, seriously, man, I've got one that's just as good over here. And he looks at you or says to you dead in the, dead in the ear on the phone, is like, listen, I've written $30 million in business off of CR Interactive CRM. I'm not changing. End of discussion. There, you could tell me this thing is going to come to my house and wash my car, and I'm not going to change. Okay, so some agents, especially ones who've been wildly successful with a particular system, they're not going to change. They've gotten yeah. used to how to use um, it. And to be honest, I can't really other, argue with them. So KV Core provide this plugin. Others provide a reasonably open API system. That's a way of getting different data to communicate with one another, folks. And Boomtown and somebody Lion Desk, um, they don't they don't provide a WordPress plugin, but they do provide a reasonably open API system. You, we do charge, but you can integrate. So um, somebody fills in a form on your WordPress website, it will then take that data and put it into um, Boomtown or Lion Desk, whatever, whatever the API if it's available. Um, um, you can do that and we can do that for you. Um, so that gets around. But it is crucial what, Robert, you must understand that especially when it comes to the mobile being penalised, that will only get worse. And it's something that you... Correct. Which I hope we've made clear, it's something that you really got to have on your radar, isn't it, Rob? Yeah, yeah. And I agree with you. WordPress is one of the better platforms... These guys can pivot. There's languages yeah. and things they can program into their systems. But the thing, the the way that I and everybody else here who's listening to the show will know if they've pivoted is you'll see their UX 
change the way their websites work. Mm. They'll have less menu options, less drop downs. That's a sign with somebody that somebody is going mobile first, more of a guided experience on the site. Some of real estate webmasters are starting to do that. My sites do that. And, and we've noticed that we're getting increased rankings where we used to not because we weren't sending out enough signals on the page because Google wasn't smart enough to understand everything on the page, which is why I just did these eight updates. Google is smart enough now. They can take relatively limited signals off a page and understand almost in its entirety what it's about. So that's how Google is doing like mobile first. Their technology is caught up to the point that they can still be as, as good as we want them to be using cell phones, which is pretty incredible. Right. Um, Let's wrap it up, Robert. You need to excellent. do it. So. Listen, everybody, thank you so much for, for tuning in today. John, thank you for bearing with me. I'm definitely on the tired and irritable side today. I've had to deal with the Italian government <laughs> all day long. Um, so I'm, I'm, I'm tired and I'm irritable. Um, but, um, I will be back in uh, the next time we do a show, John. I will be back in LA, and uh, I uh, if people if somebody uh, wants to reach out to the fabulous Jonathan Denwood, and I do recommend if you're using WordPress environments, you have questions about about mobile. He is a great guy to talk to. So, John, how would they do that? Well, it's really simple. Either uh, email me, Jonathan at mail hyphen right.com or go to the mail right website mail uh, right right.com and you can book a demo with me or a chat a consultation and they can do the same with robert if they want a really high end seo full custom solution that rob thinks so i think it's time to call it a day rob so take us yep. out absolutely so thank you everybody for tuning in we deeply appreciate it um, you can find me at inboundrm.com. John, if you want, just let's uh, take me off the air, please. Save everybody, save everybody the pain. Goodbye, everybody. <laughs>